Oh, it is so good to be back. Really excited. Chuck Wagon, episode number seven. And it is summertime. We're feeling good. Oh, man, I'm really excited for this summer. We're going to be changing things up a little bit. Um, I'm going to be bringing on a good buddy of mine. and Not today, but next one. And uh, But yeah, so with Chuck Wagon, episode number seven. It's been probably over a month since we last did anything. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I can update you on. But one thing, we've, we've been getting feedback about the podcast and... Uh, what what we're getting for feedback is people people are digging it, they're liking it, they're listening to it, but they're kind of like, but if it was a little shorter, that would be better for me as a listener. So we hear you. We're going to be chopping it down a little bit, still putting them out there. I hope you still enjoy them, but we're going to be chopping them down. But anyways, I have a lot to update you on. For one thing, um, in politics right now is the, the whole healthcare thing and, uh, Basically, Obamacare, the, the Republicans are trying to get rid of that and push through a new a new health care bill. And so I figured since that's the big politics story, I should probably comment on that. So here are a few comments on that. Have you heard about this health care thing? Good God. My premiums are through the roof. You wouldn't believe my premiums. And my deductible? Psh, don't even get me started. Reach across the aisle. Deadlock. I hear McConnell's trying to push it through. Money. Oh, brother. And those are my comments on... The healthcare thing. A, a little over a week ago, I was in a horrific car accident. And it wasn't really that horrific, but what I've done now is I've, I've primed you psychologically to now have sympathy for me for the rest of the podcast. Uh, but I, wasn't, I was in a car accident. I mean, it deployed the airbags. It wasn't like it was <clears throat> nothing, like a little fender bender. It totaled my car deployed the airbags and I got a concussion. And what a concussion is, for those of you who don't know, is the thing that makes NFL players go insane when they're like 45, they lose their minds because they get so many of them. Um, for me, the consequence was I lost my social life for a couple days and lost doing anything I enjoy and had headaches all the time because you can't really read. You're not supposed to have a lot of screen time. You can't really do anything physical, and those are the things that I do. But it, it didn't last that long. It was a pretty minor concussion. But the thing that – one of my biggest takeaways from the whole experience was not really so much something that I learned about driving. It wasn't so much something that I learned about brain injuries. It was a revisited concept for me of the pain chart at the doctor's office because that is one of the most frustrating things ever to, to me is, is the pain chart. And some of you know what I'm talking about. Hopefully all of you, it's, they have these little faces and a little number one through 10. Well, no, actually, no, not the face. The faces help this chart at the doctor's that I went to for my concussion. It didn't have the faces. There was no chart actually. 
uh, the chart isn't as bad. It's when people tell you to rate your pain one to 10. The doctor said, on a one to 10, how much does your head hurt? And I said, what's the rubric? I can't, I can't give you a number on a one to 10 without a, like if what, what is it? Is a 10 getting my leg cut off? Because it's like, it doesn't really hurt that. Am I, am I getting, am I under a guillotine? Like getting my head chopped clear off and that's a 10 and a one is like the air in the wind brushed by me too hard. Like what, what's a one? I don't, I don't know. And you know, I was talking to people after and I was kind of saying this and they're like, Oh, when it's a 10, you'll know. And I'm like, well, I mean, I, I don't know. Like I definitely, so I said a five. I'm like, I don't know what, like it's the middle of the road. I can live with it, but I, it's present. It's a present feeling that hurts because my head just smashed into an airbag and it literally jostled my brain. But I, how am I supposed to give you, oh my God, how am I supposed to give you a one to 10 when you don't tell me what a, what the criteria are for any of these numbers? That's not, and, and all he had to do was just say, how does your head feel on a one to 10? 10 being someone just scalped you and one being I ran my fingers through your hair and I kind of tugged a, a couple of them, and it was a little unpleasant. And I would have said, um, well, I don't know, a six maybe? Like it was, it was a little bit more on the scalping side, but just because it was a prolonged headache. But it wasn't really that bad. But I guess, I guess five seems like a safe estimation. But basically, I want you as a listener to go out into the world and make sure you never give someone a stupid one to 10 where they have no idea what they're taught. Like, like how does that even mean anything to him? Like he must have some, the doctor must have some sort of criteria because otherwise, how is he helping me at all? If I, if I, if, if I just shot back an answer, like if, if he was like on a one to 10, how much does it hurt? And I said seven immediately, like he, seven means something to him, either that, or he's just not doing his job and doesn't really care. And is just like, really all he's gauging is just like, eh, it kind of hurts. Like, that's it. I mean, I, but, but seven to someone could be like really bad. If you've been through a lot of head trauma, if a, like say you fell down a flight of stairs and you hit your head on every single stair one day, and then you went to the doctor and another day, someone poked you, you went to a Chinese restaurant and someone poked you in the eyes with like each eye got one chopstick. And then another time you were playing football with no helmet and someone picked you up and threw you on your head to tackle you. Like then that's probably going to be kind of your gauges of eight, nine, and 10. My scale isn't that bad. So I just had to say five. I've been talking about this way too long, but it's just, it's important to me. I find I, I end up on, on the podcast, I end up kind of like complaining quite a bit, but it's just, I don't know. It's just, you make observations. I'm not really trying to complain. I'm trying to take my experience and advance it. And, you know, I have this platform, so I might as well say, hey, you know, make, make, make life a little easier for guys like me. Give me a rubric. That's all I'm asking for. I don't ask for much. If you follow me on Snapchat, you know... I, I hate modern advertising to a big extent because it feels like no one is really thinking through what I need to know as a consumer, like what information needs to be put into my hands. 
to make me buy a product. Like I, I went on this tangent about a Chevy commercial where they just dumped rocks into the back and of a truck and the Chevy truck was scraped up a little less than the, than the Ford truck, which could literally just be a matter of chance. There, there's this thing where there's this commercial where the first, I don't know, it's probably a one minute long commercial. The first minute, the first 45 seconds of this minute long commercial are good. It's like, and it's kind of funny and it's, you've probably seen it. It's this Samsung commercial and there's an ostrich who puts on these uh, virtual reality goggles, whatever you call them, and he's try he tries to fly because he sees the clouds. I don't know how the, the virtual reality goggles got placed in the feathers of this ostrich, but it, it found him somehow. And so it has this dream of flying. And then eventually the ostrich flies, spoiler alert, blah, blah, blah. You never actually see it in the air. You see its shadow. So it's only implied that the ostrich flies. I can't prove that to you. But... And Rocket Man by Elton John's playing in the background. It's great. But then pops up on the screen this new little slogan they're pushing, do what you can't. Oh, wow. That's so profound. Do what you can't. Do what you can't. That's impossible. How about do what you thought you couldn't? Or, or do what seems unlikely. Because doing what you can't is not that doesn't make sense. You cannot do what you can't by the very nature. You can do things that seem like, like, oh, I thought I couldn't fly as an ostrich, and then I put on virtual reality goggles, and then I could. I did what I thought I couldn't. I didn't do what I couldn't, because by doing it, it proves that the can't is then debunked. But it's like, I, I, I don't like when, I don't like when a company or a person... Like I walk or like tries to be profound and it's just stupid. It's not even, it's not even profound. It's just, it's dumb. It's not thought like I walked out of Star Trek. I don't know if I've talked about this on another podcast or whatever, but I walked out of a movie, Star Trek, because we, we, me and my buddies went to a movie or we were trying to pick a movie and basically the group was split on what we wanted to see. Some people, I can't even remember the two movies, but there was two movies we want to see and we were split. So we basically, Star Trek was the compromise movie. And I walked out of the theater when a character said, fear of death is the only thing that keeps us living. No, it's not. That's not, no, that's just not true. Fear of death is the only, the only thing that keeps us living. That's just not, that's objectively false. If I'm, I could be as fearful of death as I want if I don't eat food. That's the cause of my death. Here's something that'll never happen. Me going to the doctor, and the doctor says, Well, how's your fear of death on a 1 to 10? And I go, Well, what's the scale? And he goes, 10 being the best it could possibly be. And I go, 10. And then he says, Well, your fear of death is extremely healthy. You don't eat or drink water or have shelter. But since your fear of death levels are so admirably high... You're going to be fine. That doesn't happen. That's not what's keeping me kicking here. But the thing I didn't... Like, I get that it's just a line. The whole point of it, clearly, by the scriptwriter, was to say something that seemed profound. And that's not profound. People live for other reasons except for fear of death. There are plenty of people that are not scared to die at all. And they just keep on living because of they have other convictions or other reasons. Or maybe they haven't even thought about it. But it's not even – it's not just because they're scared to die. Uh, there's a lot of things I could talk about. But I'm going to shut her down here because 
you got stuff to do. Uh, we're going to do, we didn't, we don't, we're not doing as much of the normal stuff, like the routine stuff. We'll have different routines this summer. Uh, when my buddy comes on the show with us, I will leave you with Chuck's profound quote of the day and I'll do my thank yous. So, uh, it comes from Mitch Hedberg, funny stand-up comedian, kind of a one-liner guy. He tragically passed away very early. Um, and that was back in 2005, but you should look him up. He, he's got some albums out there. Um, and the quote goes like this. My fake plants died because I did not pretend to water them. Big thank you to my producer, Jake Crossman. I want to thank, I want to thank Summertime for being here and uh, for giving me the opportunity to continue this podcast. I want to thank Samsung for giving me something to moan about. I don't want to thank doctors. I mean, I do because I, you know, I, my life would be a lot worse without them, uh, you know, physically and everything. But, but I don't want to thank their charts. Well, make make more charts with with the smiley faces to guide me, so I can tell you how much it hurts. But anyway, and you know, this, I'm not really thanking anyone today. I'm pretty upset about all the things I talked about. But thank you, the listener. You're awesome. And tune in soon because we're gonna have a great show, uh, new type of thing with Marshall. So have an excellent day.